Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us bring our attention back to our intention. This is the first chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax. Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. This first chapter lists the series of revelations, one by one. This is a revelation of love that Jesus Christ, our unending joy, gave in 16 showings or special revelations. The first is of his precious crowning with thorns, and by this was understood and specified the trinity with the incarnation and unity between God and the soul of man, with many fair showings of unending wisdom and teaching of love, on which all the showings that follow are founded, and in which they are all united." The second is the discoloring of his face as a sign of his dear passion. The third is that our Lord God, almighty wisdom, all love, just as truly as he made everything that is, so truly he does and brings about all that is done. The fourth is the scourging of his tender body with plentiful shedding of his blood The fifth is that the fiend is defeated by the precious passion of Christ. The sixth is the noble gratitude of our Lord God, with which he rewards his blessed servants in heaven. The seventh is frequent experience of joy and sorrow. The feeling of joy is God kindly touching and cheering us, giving us true certainty of everlasting happiness. The feeling of sorrow is temptation caused by the depression and irritations of our bodily lives, and all with the spiritual understanding that we are securely protected through love in joy and sorrow by the goodness of God. The eighth is Christ's last sufferings and his cruel dying. The ninth is the pleasure taken by the Holy Trinity in the hard agony of Christ and his pitiable dying, in which joy and pleasure he wants us to be comforted and gladdened with him until we come to the fullness of pleasure in heaven. The tenth is our Lord Jesus Christ lovingly showing his blessed heart rejoicing even as it is split in two. The eleventh is a high spiritual showing of his dear mother. The twelfth is that our Lord is being in its most noble form. The thirteenth is that our Lord wishes us to consider carefully and admire the splendor of all that he has done in making all things and of the excellence of man's making, which surpasses all his works, 
and of the precious atonement he made for our sin, turning all our blame into everlasting glory. And here our Lord says, Behold and see, for by the same mighty wisdom and goodness I shall make all well that is not well, and you shall see it. And in this, he wants us to trust in the faith and promise of Holy Church, not wanting to know his secret mysteries now, except for what rightly concerns us in this life. The 14th is that our Lord God is the foundation of our prayers. In this, we see two properties. One of them is true prayer. The other is sure trust. And he wants both to be abundant. Thus, our prayers will please him. And in his goodness, he will answer them. The 15th is that we shall be immediately taken from all our suffering and from all our sorrow. And through his goodness, we shall come up above where we shall have our Lord Jesus as our reward and be filled full of joy and bliss in heaven. The 16th is that the Holy Trinity, our maker, lives eternally in our souls, in Christ Jesus, our Savior, gloriously ruling and giving all things, strongly and wisely saving and protecting us for love, and we shall not be overcome by our enemy. Often in practicing meditation, There's a moment when we wake up to ourselves, when we realize our mind has been wandering and we're invited either by ourselves or by our leader to come back to the breath or to our intention or whatever it is we are using to help our minds settle. The outline here of the revelations that Julian shares might serve as that mindful bell for us, that invitation to come back to our intention in this practice of listening and journeying. Reflect for a moment on the last three weeks. Where did you start in your mind and your heart? And where are you now? Where have you already journeyed just a few weeks past? Bring your spirit back to your intention, or if it's more fitting, perhaps set a new intention for the next stage of this pilgrimage. Take a deep breath and let that new or renewed intention seep into your bones. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.